We have some new character introductions, and this love triangle is not looking cute. Stay tuned for all the drama. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of the TV Guys. There it is. I love the light. Oh my gosh. So excited. So, so, so excited to be here. Once again, <laughs> talking about High School Musical, the musical, the, the series. <laughs> but I am not alone, of course. I have a Disney obsessed, a High School Musical obsessed fan over here right next to me. And she is Miss Shay Jones. Hey guys, I'm so excited to be back for a second week. A second week and a lot to talk about. And this lovely, lovely, amazing woman to my right. Hey. She is the host, this with the most, and she <laughs> loves High School Musical. Miss Leslie. Yes, that is me. I am Leslie Cologne. And again, I am so excited to be here because I don't, for those of you who didn't watch last week, I am super obsessed and I always wanted to be Gabriella. Like, I'm obsessed with love and this is like all love. That is, uh, I think that's actually the testament to the, the movie, <laughs> what the show's about, too. Seriously. And if you guys are wondering where our male co host Jeff yeah. is, he is in New York living his best mm-hmm. life, but he will be back with us next week. Jeff, we love you. If you're watching, hi! <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing in the big city. We have the city behind us, but we're not in the real city. <laughs> I know, right? It's, uh, nice, it's nice to almost be there with I you. I know. <laughs> but first things first, I do want to say thank you guys. We are literally at 20K, so we really appreciate all your support. And just so you know, we are sticking to Tuesday nights at 8 p.m., so stay tuned and watch along. And I know Shay is going to shout out some people in the chat, so will. join that conversation <laughs> with us. But overall, what did you think of the second episode? It was amazing. Yeah. All the little, the sneaky parts, but mm-hmm. for me, the amazing, awesomeness, incredible moment for me in this entire episode was that song. Yes. The original song called Wondering. It was so beautiful. The lyrics were so real and raw, and it was my favorite part. What about you? I know. For me, like, to be honest, I felt like at first it was a little slow. I was kind of waiting for, like, that dramatic moment and then it hit with that song so i was like okay perfect and it wasn't just the song i think it was also like the meaning behind it and kind of you realize like nini was realizing yeah oh okay maybe i did lose something that was very valuable so it was kind of like so emotional i was definitely like almost tearing up right there but it was cute you did oh my god i was i was moved like yeah because she was having a realization. Mm-hmm. I don't want to jump into it too fast, but, like, I really, like, it was amazing. Right, let's just start from the beginning real quick, and then we'll get into <laughs> that big moment. First things first, we did, did see a change of roles. We saw that, no, Natalie, we were wondering who the stage manager was because she was super hilarious, and now we know her name is Natalie. Yes. But she wasn't in this episode, so hopefully we do get to see her a little bit more. But what did you think of Red being the stage manager in this episode? <laughs> That table read. Um, red, <laughs> big red, sir, sir, sir. Doing, it was just, it's like me reading a comment right now. It's like, since season one on High School Musical 1, comma, what if a season two is on High School Musical 2? And then, like, I, you could drop a pin how silent it was in that, in the place. Right. It was amazing. Like, he's not a theater person. This is not his realm. Mm-hmm. He does not know what to do or what the proper things are when actually doing a table rehearsal is supposed to look like. Right. So the fact that you brought in this new person who has no frame of reference and almost give a dry, like, a cold reading if you're, like, doing audition <laughs> tape and the cold reader's giving you nothing. Yeah. But you're still supposed to, like, pull the, like, the energy and the drama and the tears and the crying right. for it. I live toward. I think it definitely fit like his role, the fact that him and Ricky didn't even want to be part of this and then all of a sudden they're like 
being part of this. So it was cool to see the fact that he was kind of like, all right, now you're doing something. So hopefully I want to see a little bit more of him involved in this musical because I think it's definitely going to add a twist. And I have a prediction already that eventually he's going to learn to love it like Ricky's learning to love in this episode. Definitely. So I think we're going to have to wait and see, but he definitely has a lot of personality into <laughs> this whole episode and this whole cast. I love his, it's kind of awkwardness. Don't you feel like he's a little bit awkward? Yes, it's like awkward. <laughs> I was trying to figure out right, like a word I was gonna type, like tag onto awkward. Yeah. It was like awkward chic, in a yeah, sense. and like nerdiness, like cute yeah. nerdiness. So and it's, and it's adorable. Like yeah. so I don't know what some people find nerdiness to be a turn off or something, but it can be very attractive. There yeah. is something about that. Right. I don't know why, but it just is. No, and actually, to be honest, I think it's changed now. It's become kind of like a trend. Like, a lot of girls want that little nerdiness, smart boy who's kind of like not the jock or anything like that. So I think he's definitely going to be one of people's favorites in this season. I'm definitely one of those girls, so that's particularly (laughs) my brand. (laughs) I'm in the middle. I like a balance of, like, the jock and the nerd. So somewhere in between that between. Leslie would love to find that in-between person. (laughs) Me, I find nerdiness very attractive. I don't know Mm -hmm. what it is. Like, for me, you being nerdy, because I'm nerdy about certain things. Yeah. So I hope me being nerdy makes me attractive to you and... Your nerdiness makes me attractive to you. It's right. just, it's like I a playoff. Yeah. yeah, of course. But then also, someone who we kind of got to see a little bit more of was Seb, who is playing Sharpay. We didn't really get a name last week, but we actually got a name this week. So what did you think of seeing a little bit more of him and, like, his sassiness and awkwardness, I guess you could say, with him as well, about him milking his cows? With his grandma's glasses. Yeah. Um, Seb is a very, very interesting character. I feel like I need more information before I will even make a... <laughs> Statement on, yeah, judgment statement, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, on what he is or what he will be during this first season. He's very interesting. And yeah. I, if he is straight, because I can't tell at this point, but if he is straight, I can definitely see him and Ashlyn together. I think that'd be adorable. Mm-hmm. So you think he's going to be kind of like the, I don't know, the in-between character where we don't know if he's gay, but we don't know if he's straight. And then all of a sudden it's going to be that like love Rela- well, relationship kind of that we might see with him and Ashlyn. Yeah, I think because even the one they did have, it seemed like they could have had a connection. Right. And I can't really tell so far right yeah. now what he is. And it's fine if he's just, like, right in the middle, if he's just, they're just not, not going to even make a, if is he is, is he not mm-hmm. situation. They're just going to keep it, just, like, maybe keep us guessing. Right. And I'll, I'll be happy with that. Right, because it keeps it interesting. We're not getting bored, and we're not really... I think in this season overall, or what we're seeing so far with the characters, it's like we're slowly getting to see little big things. For example, with Nini, her kind of mentioning in this episode that she has two moms. They kind of mentioned it, but they didn't really fully say it. So in this episode, we got that confirmation. So I think every character in this season has a little twist to them which is cool because we can relate to them yes but some someone else that we got to see was ashlyn we i just love her from the from this <laughs> episode i haven't even seen much of her but i think i like her she's different as well and i think we can all relate to her as well but what did you think of her overall and her part in this second episode i love ashlyn she I legit could have been friends with her in high school. <laughs> She's fun. She, like, her wit is, like, almost matches mine in a way. Yeah. Especially when she's talking to EJ. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, now you just went to super creepy. Yeah. Like, she's very real about it. Of like, it's, it's not even in an attacking way or a two-in-your-face way. It's just mm-hmm. sincere honesty. Right. And you don't see that often. 
So I loved, I love her spirit and who she is as a character. I can't wait to see her even blossom more. Even and even if she is playing Mrs. Darbus, there's such, <laughs> there's so much more to Ashlyn, and we got a little a taste of that mm-hmm. at the end of this episode. But there's so much more to her, and I can't wait to see how she blossoms in this episode. You know who she kind of reminded me of in regards to like a role in this Taylor McKessie. Or no. Mark, uh... No, like, Courtney, who is actually playing that, oh, like, best you. friend type of role. Yeah. I think she's doing the same thing, just in a different way. Okay. In regards to, like, EJ and Nini now. So, I kind of like that difference. Obviously, Courtney is more sassy and more to the point. Mm-hmm. But, um, Ashton is also very straightforward, but more in, like, a sensitive but honest way. Yeah. So, I think they're both playing that good best friend role. And I love to see that because... All these characters are going through so much, so to kind of have, like, that good friend right next to you to tell you the reality of things mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah, you need we need those people to keep us grounded. Of course. And EJ definitely needed this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I know. Our Troy Bolin is in here, which is Jeff, who keeps arguing and kept arguing last week, <laughs> saying that he's Team EJ, but he's not here to comment this week about what he thinks about him, <laughs> but I'm sure next week he's going to have a lot to say about this love triangle. So now let's definitely. get into that love triangle, because best believe, this is a love triangle. But overall, what are you still Team Ricky? Oh, yes. This episode, hands down, made the decision very, very clear, crystal clear. What about you? <laughs> I just love the fact he's very humbled in a way, but, like, real in regards to, like, the issues that he's going through. And I love the fact that you can see that it's affecting him, not just at home, but with his relationship with his friends. And I think that, like, talk with Nini and the way she kind of lashed out on him, it kind of really hit home because she wasn't just hitting, like, the whole love saying I love you so it's like more to that that I don't think she's gotten to know about Ricky yet so I want to see that reality check in regards to Nini of it's not that I just couldn't say I love you it's more to it yeah and he he, he even says that he's like it's not that I didn't want to say it to you right but you never gave me the chance to explain explain either but I mean granted you asked to take a pause Mm mm-hmm for me, this whole love triangle with EJ, yes, EJ is beautiful. Yay. <laughs> I mean, he is very beautiful and yeah. he can be very charming. However, I feel like when Nene, when, uh, sorry, when Nene just jumped into the relationship with EJ, you never actually closed the book with Ricky. And you left that door, you legit left it open just to go to something else, but not realizing you didn't, you, when you actually, like, went off on him, that was what you should have said before you even got with EJ. Right. That was a conversation you should have had before. Exactly. So do you feel, now I'm going to ask you this, now that you said that, is EJ a rebound? Yes. He he <laughs> he is a placeholder. Yes. I, I truly believe that, um, and it's like, maybe sad for him, but sir, you are a placeholder. And maybe she does actually feel something for you. That yeah. doesn't mean her feelings for you aren't real. Right. But her feelings for Ricky are more stronger. You can tell a little bit that within this episode. You know, and to be honest with EJ, yes, he's cute, like you're saying, and he's charming, but I still don't feel like it's real. I kind of have a feeling that it's fake, and he's going to turn and be like that typical jock that we see in all the movies and that character that he's supposed to be playing. I feel like there's going to be a turn into that. It it slowly was that in a way. He got paranoid. He wanted Ashlyn to steal her phone Mm -hmm. to check up on her. He didn't take her word as the trust value that it should have been. Right. Because we're still new. We've only been maybe three, four weeks a month. Maybe not even more than a month. So what right do you have, one, to ask me 
If I invite, who is that? Yeah, who is that? If I don't tell you to yeah. have ask your cousin to steal my phone so you can check and make sure to see what I'm checking up on me. Exactly. Sorry, that is some possessive behavior for a high schooler. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And that actually also shows me what kind of man you are at the same time. <laughs> a little insecure. Okay, cool. I mean, I can work with insecurity. Right. But I can't work with insecurity plus possessiveness. Plus, like, I need to be the center of your world. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not, I need to, like, kind of beat down the, like, uh, opponent in a right. sense. Yeah, I agree. No, and you know what? It's funny that you're talking about this. There's actually a word for this in Spanish. It's called machismo. And that's when <laughs> someone's, like, very, like, strong, and I'm going to tell you what's going to, what I'm going to do and what you're going to, and you have to do what I say. And I kind of felt a little bit of that in this episode, but in a more, like, softer way, but still going down that route. Yeah. So I think it's going to be interesting to see that. But who do you think is not trusting the process? Is it Nini or is it EJ? Definitely EJ. Well, I mean, it's technically it is really is Nini. Yeah. Because EJ is a part of that process. She has to get right. you to get to the other side. EJ is something almost like what Ashton said to him. You can't, you can't always get what you want when you want it. Mm-hmm. And I think for him, he's never not gotten something he wanted. Yeah. So this is a new experience for him for not getting the role he wanted, not having his girlfriend's, girlfriend's full of, like attention span to him. Mm-hmm. So do you think EJ needs attention? That's what he's looking for. Yes. And he's like... He needs to be the center of the world. Yeah. And he hasn't gotten that with his role and now with his relationship. So I think slowly but surely, Ricky's going to come back in and steal Nini. It's obvious. But I want to see that character change between EJ because obviously we're seeing a lot of like different types of character and attitude. He's not as sweet. I don't feel like he was last last episode so i think we're gonna see a lot of changes but i do want to see a little bit more you need to be more vulnerable in regards to like ricky's situation and really be understanding of that but i think once she has that realization everything's gonna change completely definitely you know it's funny uh, the sub is playing sharpay ej actually would be perfect to play sharpay at this point (laughs) i know that's interesting but also something that was mentioned and i think that i loved was also when his dad came out and was like watching high school musical with him and really interesting but do you feel like they are going to reveal more about what's going on in ricky's family life and the problems that his parents are having i definitely think they it seems like that's what the way they're heading yeah especially you know it's midnight and you're still doing you're doing high school musical moves but you actually saying hey dad like just come you know hang out with me mm-hmm. like I, I i do love ricky's and his dad bond even yeah. though the mom's not there at least it's not pulling him and his dad apart. Agreed. Yeah. I, and I, I thought it was, but I love the fact that they're actually like becoming closer mm-hmm. and sticking together in the sense. Yeah. I definitely want to see that unity, but also I would like to see um, Ricky's mom come back into his life and then see how that plays out because it's really a reality until what a lot of kids actually go through in high school, you know, divorce and stuff like that, and they don't know how to deal with it. So I love the fact that they're targeting this issue and kind of... I feel like this musical is being a distraction for Ricky for him to do something for himself and actually, like Nini says, you know, doing musicals and being part of a play is uh, gets her away from reality. And I think that's kind of what's happening with Ricky as well. Like that's, I think the best. That's the best part about theater. It is yeah. about an escapism from right. the rest of the world. You get to be someone else and you don't have to worry about your problems any longer mm-hmm. for at least a couple hours, and that is refreshing. That's why people spend thousands of hundreds of dollars to go to a play in Times Square, especially. It is an escapism, 
in in the best way it's supposed to be. Right. And also something else that we saw was pretty much when Ricky did want to give up. Did you feel like he was going to be completely done once you saw him kind of leave and really get frustrated with everything in regards to the play and not being able to dance? I hoped, you know, he would come out on the other side, obviously, mm-hmm. because it is new for him. Right. But then you also have the girl you actually love, even though you're not trying to say the word yet. Yeah. Call, like, read you your rights in a way and call you <laughs> on stuff that she's never called you on before. Right. Like, now you actually have to take a look and... Do I want to be that person? Do I want to be even maybe like my mom? Mm-hmm. Do I want to quit when things oh, are getting yes. hard? In the, in the sense. Like, she's, right. she has come back from Chicago. So, usually, I think it's interesting the flip side of that where it's usually the dad who's always away. Yeah. But now it's the mom that's away and do I want to be like her? Do I want to not be committed to something mm-hmm. or to someone? Yeah, of course. How do I learn to, like, stay and not give up? Yeah. And I think also when, you know, he was really thinking about that, he had that realization. Or when he was talking to Carlos, like, oh, you're not giving up, you know. Um, Nini needs to see that so she can see that you're not giving up on this like you were giving up on the relationship. So I think it was very clear what was going on there. So mm-hmm. he had a reality check. But someone else had a reality check was Nini. Yeah. First <laughs> I thought she was going to Gina for a second. I got, I got like, oh. No, we're going to get there. We're okay, going to get cool. to this, like, little tag team that's happening as well. But... First things first, how did you feel about when you started listening to the song and then you realized that it was Ashlyn? I was shocked. I'm not going to trip. I really, I didn't know who was playing the piano. Yeah. I, I think the character of Ashlyn is one of those things that just shocks you. And you're not, yeah. like, she is a shocker character, but in the best way that it could be. Right. Because you don't, you didn't think she could have that hidden talent that she had of playing the piano and creating this incredible mm-hmm. song mm-hmm. with so much meaning and it actually even though she's playing miss darbus i can actually picture miss darbus maybe thinking of that too yeah and like in the moment of her life when doing high school musical you know who she reminds me of she reminds me of the character that was played i forget her name she was she ended up being with sharpie's brother at the end oh kelsey kelsey yeah, yeah. she reminds me kind of of a kelsey character and how like we didn't really see much of her but eventually we saw her blossom into like this confidence and i saw that in this episode yeah. so i really love the fact that we saw her i again like you said i wasn't expecting her but i kind of love the way everything was connected in regards to nini being part of this but her voice her voice is literally beautiful. Uh, I think she stole the show. True. I mean, their voices together mesh so, yeah. just so well. Like, because Ashlyn has a very lower register than um, Olivia's character Nini does. Mm-hmm. and like, But they still blend it so well. Yeah. And it mesh and the harmonization was there. But I love the fact that Nini, like, hid in a way from EJ before she walked into the... I know. She's, like, you know, trying to hide her hair and yeah. just, like, no, it's not me. Oh, yeah. We didn't have to... So, do you feel like now Nini's getting to the point where she's avoiding him? I wouldn't say so much avoiding him as she's coming to terms with some her own realizations. Mm-hmm. Like, she, like, even though what she said to Ricky was her own truth, there's still an aspect of you jumped into a new relationship without really closing the door on your last one. Well, and someone who said that was Courtney. Like, are you really done with Ricky? And she wants to say yes, but in reality, she's, she's not. She's not. Because your heart is still there, and we can see it. Yeah. Everybody can tell that your heart, in a way, is still with Ricky. It's the reason why you won't look him in the eye. Yeah. It's the reason why you refuse to, like, hold his hand or even do the kissing scene. Yeah. Because you know as soon as you do, 
your true feelings will be shown to everybody. You, right. know, you can't hide behind that anymore. Yeah. And speaking of that kissing scene, how did you feel about Miss Jen really trying to put this little relationship back together herself? Because you know that she knows about all of this. Carlos is like the 411 of the whole high school. Yes. And he's really telling her all the details about what's going on. So as Miss Jen, are you trying to put this relationship together as well? I love how she said the kissing was was taken out of the movie, but we put it back in. <laughs> I love the way she she actually tried to make it work. Right. But, uh, but forcing them also wasn't the way to go. Yeah. I mean, but she's desperate. Like, it's like we, we really had our own, we really had the first rehearsal, and yeah. we can't get through anything. So what can I do to jumpstart it? Right. To get it to where I know it can be, what I saw in you. Yeah. At the same time. So we saw a little bit more of her character in this episode. What are your overall thoughts on Miss Jen? And her, like, sassiness, her singing, and her being a little bit dramatic herself. I'm down with some good drama teacher. I really yeah. am. I think Miss Jen is definitely what I wish a drama teacher could have been like. Yeah. In in the sense that, you know, just being overdramatic and singing at the drop of a hat. <laughs> but, like, but she, at least she had, like, for me, she was on key, I'm happy. Yeah. That, like, as long as you're not singing ballet, I, Shay is always happy. Right. So that I love that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna even try to say I don't. But I loved it. And then to be honest, I feel like she's one of those teachers that we can be friends with. That she yeah. is cool. Like you'll still respect her as a teacher, but she's cool enough. And we saw that in this episode for a lot of them to go and talk about kind of their real problems and what's going on aside from the play mm-hmm. and why they aren't really playing their roles as they should. So I really love her. Her and kind of her. She's a little bit different as well in her phone calls and everything but something that i thought <laughs> was mom. hilarious yeah was the fact that she tried to get this phone this old school phone and G- gabby's original like vanessa hudgens gabby's original phone yeah. from high school musical oh my god i was like seriously it's like a blackberry i think yeah it was a blackberry yeah. but it was something they're just like what is that like a time yeah. machine is that what they used in olden days i know it, someone asked if it was like a a garage remote. I was like, seriously? Dang. And that's not even that far behind. So it was the, like 04. I know. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that's kind of when I felt like a little bit old and then was like, all right, now we know where like the characters in the movie are in regards to like time yeah. and to where we are at now because technically the ones that are watching this are the ones who are like part of that era. True. So it's kind of hilarious how like they're combining everything together. But something else that happened was pretty much Gina, throughout this whole episode, she was giving the side eye to everyone. I want to know how you feel about her. While I respect the fact that Gina is a new student and she, she wants to make a name for herself, she wants to make a splash, she, maybe she even had bad experiences being the new kid somewhere else, and that's why she is trying to, she's going so hard in the way she is mm-hmm. now. But baby girl, just trust your own process of just being <laughs> an understudy at the same time. Why are you messing with people's lives around right. here? Do you feel like she's a Sharpay? Yes, but so is EJ. That's what's really funny. I actually think him and Gina should just date and be done with the situation. So, Well, obviously, I was going to say, now they're a tag team, pretty much. They're working together to... She said it. I want the same thing that you want, so now let's work together. How do you feel about when you saw her taking the phone and pretty much trying to ruin this whole situation? No, she took the phone and gave it to uh, EJ, right? So in my mind... Well, she switched it in backpacks so that he could have it. Right. I was like, little girl, close your musical theater ears. <laughs> close them up, okay? Yeah. I'm sorry. Firstly, don't touch my phone. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a big testament to me. I've had phones stolen from me before, so yeah. I have a real issue with that, too. 
And then Nene, I know you were in a dress, but baby girl, you got a jacket. <laughs> Keep your phone on your personal body. I know. But I mean, again, she's like not thinking about this. She's an innocent girl who's just in high school. And something that I love as well is that I feel like there's a lot of innocence in the whole yeah. high school and the whole characters, which I love because I feel like it's something that we can connect in what high school really is. It's not really like... Well, I guess it's changed now. It depends on what high school you go yeah, to. Also. I <laughs> I'm like, I feel like it's changed now, but that's for me. I can relate to that. It's really cool the fact that they're all still innocent. They're still in high school, and it's like things that we still deal with, or we used to deal with back when we were in high school. But also, I think one of the things about Gina is the fact that I have a feeling there's something going on in her personal life as well. That's why she has to be very tough and very. I don't know, like, out there and not letting anyone bug her. So I think there's going to be more to reveal about her. I definitely think it has to do with her mom striving for perfection. Yeah. Especially when you do it to your kids. Like, they take it to a different level. Right. Because they think that's the only way you'll be happy with them, that you won't be disappointed with them if they're not who they're supposed to be for you. But then that also comes with a realization of high school where you have to learn who you are and become who you want to be, not so much what your parents want to be. But yeah. That's also something you have to come to terms with and find for yourself. Exactly. I can tell you so I'm blue in the face, but that don't mean you don't listen. True. And I, I just feel like she's trying to play this, like, bad girl role. But at the end of the day, she's going to be someone who's going to get checked pretty much and be, like, be a little bit more nice. And she's going to definitely have a change of character at the end. I can already see it. I can hope. You don't think? It wouldn't be as fun if she did. True. That's the only reason why. I, I, I mean, I hope certain aspects of her personality change right. to for the better. Mm-hmm. But if it all changed, it wouldn't be as fun. So I'm well, hoping I'm, it gets on the side of fun. I don't think so much change, but I think the fact that she's kind of going to step down and really accept where she's going to be at in regards to like high school mm-hmm. and this whole musical. Kind of like how Sharpay did, how towards the end of like the movie, she kind of knows where she's at in her roles. Yes, she's still this diva. Yes, she's still... like a star, but she's going to let other people take those roles, pretty much. So, I think she's going to have a little bit of a balance and she's going to be a little bit more humble. I think that's what I hope. Or at least I hope. We can hope. (laughs) I think we can just hope for a lot of things in the season, but I felt like overall, the second episode was a little bit more and gave us more insight, but there's still a lot to go and a lot more characters that I feel like we still have to know. Definitely. From between EJ and the possessiveness part... (laughs) that he was dealing with and then just Gina going to Ricky and then in a way trying to shift it in the direction she wanted to go but it obviously backfired yeah and then having Gina take the phone and you know first he thought it was Ashton she's like I don't even know what you're talking about sir I don't understand and then Gina walks up she's like you're welcome so let's but I think it's funny so while she EJ thinks they're on the same path yeah but they're not on the same path because if she gets her way You'll be Choi, but I'll oh. be Gabby. I'll be Gabriella. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> You're right. Really? But yeah. yes, now I get it. You're right. Duh. And I don't think he's going to realize that he's still. They're going to work late. together. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Because so if Gina gets what she wants, she'll be Gabriella, and you you'll be Choi. True. So, or you know, Ricky will be Choi, and she'll be Gabriella. Either way, Nini not there. <laughs> Agree. So, what if they get? Do you feel like overall the roles are going to change? I hope not. I think they might do it and then Mm -hmm. go back to normal and true High School Musical fashion because it wouldn't be High School Musical if you didn't do it that way. True. So I can definitely see it happening. Mm -hmm. And and what roles people are going to do, I have no clue. I don't think so. I feel like there's going to be a small twist, but not a big change. But let me know what people are saying in the chat. 
I know there's a lot of interaction going in there. I can see you read it. <laughs> I want to shout out somebody real quick in the okay. chat because I'm just interested by what they said and I want to hear your response to it. Okay. So Logan Knight says, Sharp Hate is my girl and they did her dirty by making it seem like she was the villain when she wasn't, which is why I love Gina. I wouldn't say sure. So, so sure, Pei technically is not the villain. She's more of the antagonist. Mm-hmm. I mean, people could say it's the same thing, however, but that doesn't necessarily make her the villain. That just makes her a diva. Right. And I feel like Gina's the same way. Where she, I think it's more of like kind of how EJ, they've always gotten what they wanted. Yes. So now they're not. So I don't think, but something that does come up to mind now that I think about it is we're not really seeing much of a Sharpay or like being the antagonist or the villain mm-hmm. you can say in this series. We're yeah. seeing more of that Gina who wants to take over that main role. So do you feel like Sharpay was left out? I feel like there's some Sharpay in everybody and I mm-hmm. feel like everybody's going to have their that light shine on them yeah. <laughs> in a sense. Right. Because Sharpay is the cornerstone character yeah and somebody has to be her whether just because Seb's playing her doesn't mean he will be her so I feel like some it's gonna maybe even somebody we don't expect at the Mm. same time so what if Gina gets that role Sharpay or Sharpay I actually be upset for Seb I'm like this we're in a new time period let let her let Seb be Sharpay let it rock True. Let's call him Sharpay and see what he can do. Yeah. I want to see him do pop to the top. I know. Okay? I think that would be amazing. But, yeah, I feel like in a way, though, we are missing a little bit more of her being, like, the main character. But it works. I think it's working so far. But did they respond? <laughs> um, somebody beat... I'm sorry I get this right. BT Wentz Pink... Love. Seb, Seb is playing Sharpay, which will make him gay in the play because Sharpay likes Troy, who is a guy. Oh. Hmm. I mean, that's food for thought. These are some good connections that people are making here. Obviously, they're making us think of a little bit more, but that's true. But maybe just acting gay doesn't mean necessarily that he is yes, going to be gay. There's so many, there are a lot of straight actors who do play, and they've done it for years. Exactly. Like Darren Chris, completely yeah. straight and married to a woman who's beautiful. She's gorgeous. Yeah. But it works. So yeah, it works. I think there's going to be a twist. There's obviously, again, in the second episode, we got a little bit more, but we I don't think we got enough yet to still be judging who's going to be who and what's going to happen. I feel like yeah. they're teasing so much. It's like, <laughs> you only get this little bit more, and you're only going to get, like, in the first episode, it was kind of more of an introduction. Now, in the second episode, it was more like, here's a little bit more, but not too much. Yeah. So I think there's still more, way more to come. And I feel like towards the middle of the season, we're definitely going to be able to judge who's going to be who and why and where really this is going to go. Especially by the end of the season, I feel like definitely a cliffhanger, but also... Oh, yeah. We now now we know who they are. What is the next act? Like this, like season one is act one. Mm-hmm. What is act two going to be like? True. And then, do you think they're going to go through like all the movies? Because there's three. That's, and that's what somebody actually mentioned in our last last week's video comment. Yeah. They asked, since season one is High School Musical one, what if season two is High School Musical two, and then they get renewed for a third season, and it's the third High School Musical three? And they said that would be cool. I'd actually be down for that yeah like obviously even if it's the summer like there's summer camp there's summer drama camp there's a whole thing there's a whole like platform you can go in that direction so i can see it and i'd be down for it though some people in the chat are saying it might be just a different play 
Oh, that's true. Like, maybe this is, like, the winter, like, winter formal, and then there can be a spring show for the second mm-hmm. season. Or you think they're they're just going to do a couple acts and they're not going to finish it? Ooh. That would be a nice cliffhanger to leave on. Like, yeah. we're not, we haven't finished the play or something, like, dramatic happens. So who's going to do, like, that end game? Because the game is, like, the biggest part. What we look forward to is everyone dancing. We're all in this together. So I think it's def- definitely going to be interesting the way they go about this. But... We'll see what happens. I think we can just leave it at that. I want some more Ricky and Nini moments. I'm not. Yes, me too. It it was interesting though watching her like do the little smile as she's watching Carlos help Ricky actually get it down. Yeah, I think it made because it made her see Ricky in a new light. Because especially when you're in a relationship, and even though a person says they doesn't they don't like something, mm-hmm. especially something you love, that doesn't necessarily mean they're always not gonna like it. Right. You have to like you know get them into it a little bit or show them what it's like. They have to experience it for themselves. To know if they're going to like it or not, too. Yes. So, I mean, relationships in high school are hard. Complicated. They're complicated. They're <laughs> complex. They are tiring. Yes. And I think also, like, everyone's still trying to find who they are as individuals. So, we're seeing a lot of that. And in high school, it's it's easy. I'm, I feel like we kind of got that in the lap, last episode where it's kind of all rainbows and butterflies. And we're not really getting into the real issues. But now it, they're going to get to that moment where... Like, Nini has issues of her own. Uh, I feel like a little bit more, like, confidence yeah. that she's getting now. And then Ricky's having his own problems at home. So, it's affecting the way he's acting. So, we're going to see a lot of growth, I feel like, in this whole season of getting that reality check about life and then how they're acting in high school. Yeah, and I hope seeing some of the parents, too, because Nini yeah. has two moms. That would be cool. Like you said, I would love to see Ricky's mom, who she is. Mm-hmm. I would love to see some of, like, just, like, where Carlos came from. Just like, just, Yes, oh, my gosh. <laughs> just to see what, like, him watching the music video, and then, like, it, it was almost a testament to, like, trying to throw rocks out a window right. to get attention. Yeah. And he's just, like, headphones, like, what is happening? <laughs> I still love him. He's definitely a character, and I just love that little bit of sass that he adds in the episodes, that it's, like, not annoying, but it's enough. Yeah, it's just, like, the perfect amount. Like, especially when she's singing, she's like, did you just make that up? Like, kind of like he wanted to write it down and, like, put it in, like, a notebook. (laughs) I feel like he's definitely into us, and I do want to see, like you said, a little bit more of where he came from and where he's going to go. Definitely. Because he wants to be in Broadway, (laughs) so there's definitely more to come for him as well. But now speaking, since he was my in my Wildcat Corner last week, <laughs> let's go ahead and go into our special segment of Wildcat Corner. Yeah! Right. I love this music so much. <laughs> it gets you hype. I know. It reminds me literally of high school. And, well, for those of you who are just joining us, Wildcat Corner is pretty much our MVP of the episode. So, Shay, give it to me. Who was your MVP of this episode? So, guys, if you did uh, not watch the first week's episode that we did, just so you understand how Wildcat Corner works. So, we're going to give you our MVP person mm-hmm. of the episode. Whether whatever they made made us feel that was just awesome, that's who we're shouting out. So, I I'm know so, yours. You're, you already know mine. But I'll start <laughs> with you because you already know mine. You get to start. Okay, fine. I was kind of choose. I was going to choose the same one as you did, but I guess in this episode, I'll give it to. I want to give it to Gina. I think because she definitely played that like rebellious, like bad girl character. Where literally the whole episode, I was just watching her give like pretty much Mad Dog like anyone that walks through, and I was like, dang, she's really not liking anyone. So I got to give it to her for. That role that she played in this past episode of she really is trying to do what she's got to do to get her part. 
for me you already know mine because I, I, well, I took me i told her so she knows why well i mean it's it's kind of obvious i think True. we all love this ashlyn <laughs> is definitely the mvp <laughs> yeah, of the episode is. she was amazing her lines were funny witty clever and she just i what i love so much about her character was she wasn't afraid like even though ej's her cousin he's like this big guy on campus she's not afraid yeah. to in a way, try to keep him humble and mm-hmm. try to keep him down on earth. Yeah. Because even when Nini was told Ricky, I mean, that's how Ricky told EJ that I was hanging with your cousin. He's like, ew, why? And for me, that's also another thing I wanted to touch on. Sir, that is your cousin. Yes. Like, you, you asked for favors around here mm-hmm. and you given that kind of reaction. Right. And I was going to say that, too. I felt like I was going to see a little bit more of that in the beginning where she approached him at first and was trying to com- have a conversation. I thought he was going to be like, ew, why are you talking to me? Like, you're my cousin. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. But then we saw that more towards the end, but he's still trying to be nice to her because he wants a favor. Right. And he even shouted her out to, oh, mm-hmm. during the table. Oh, uh, yeah. Or like, EJ's my cousin. He's like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, we're cousins type thing. And like, okay, so you're only my cousin when it's convenient for you. Got right. you. Well, can he, he said it, it's for the fans. So he's definitely putting up this front of I'm an amazing guy. So I think there's definitely more to reveal about him. But I want to know for you guys in the chat, who was your MVP of this episode? Well, Logan Knight says, agrees with you. My MVP is Gina since she was petty. <laughs> she Oh, she was pretty bold. Sorry, I thought I said petty. She was pretty bold. <laughs> a little, I mean, a tad. <laughs> just a tad. She was pretty... Pe- uh, I shouldn't want to say petty. She was pretty bold and a good uh, and a good character. Plus, I love the bad girl act she has. Ivan Soto says, Ricky is my MVP the way he didn't give up and how he was with his dad. I love that. Arun says, Ricky and Nini and Ashen are my MVPs. I agree. I think there's definitely a lot of MVPs in this episode. But now let's go ahead and move on to our news. Okay, guys. So I got two news for you today. Which high school musical, the musical, the series, (laughs) cast member was only supposed to be in one episode? That's right. Uh, Dara Renee, when she auditioned, her character was only supposed to be in one episode. So she auditioned for every other role, except for the one she actually got the part for she shared. They were like, we don't know what's really popping for her. They made me read Courtney, who was only supposed to be in one episode, but I put a little twist on it, and they were like, you know what? You might be a series regular. Olivia added to her story. She's being humble. She was so amazing that they had to put her in every episode. That's Aww. some girl love I appreciate right now. I love now. that. She's definitely, I don't think I can see this whole season without her. At all. Like, I need Courtney in my life. She keeps yeah. everybody humble. And I also promised you guys some <laughs> photos from when I did uh, the High School Musical Trivia at D23 this year. And there's a picture of me right now for those listening on iTunes in my mini costume. I am legit dressed like Minnie with my ears and everything. That's how you know she's a real fan of Disney. She's literally obsessed with Disney. She already has that one song in her Spotify playlist. Oh, I have the three. Oh, all three. I saw something new, Nene version. I think you know you know the duet version, and I have Wondering now. And that's another picture of what it looked like. They have the Disney Plus booth. It was incredible, guys. If you did not check it out, check out all the press photos they have on the D23 website. It is everything... I'm just so excited for everything that's happening Disney Plus and this show it's, it's been amazing. Yes, it has. And I think there's still so much for us. There there's so much more to come. And Definitely. I love that it's little by little and we're just getting started with all this. But now let's go ahead and move into our predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> 
Okay, I'll go ahead and start. I definitely feel like EJ and Gina are going to be more of a team. They're going to have a little bit more conversations and maybe Nini is not going to be too happy about this because she knows kind of the little bit of competition that she has with Gina. So I think there's going to be a little bit of an argument coming between Nini and EJ in regards to his trash issues and now him teaming up with Gina. My prediction is there's... The bros are about to go head to head with oh, each other. Yes. It's going to be EJ versus Ricky. And it's going to be veiled at first, but then it's going to get not so subtle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be just like point blank to your face type situation <laughs> where like the facade that EJ has is going to fade and right. you're going to kind of see what truly he is about. Yeah. In course. that sense. I definitely, I don't know if Nini will confront Gina just yet. She'll definitely vent to obviously Courtney or somebody else mm-hmm. because she understands Gina is out for her role. Mm-hmm. Gina wanted it, and Gina is not afraid to come get it. Mm-hmm. And we can see that in her little side eye and everything that she's been doing this yeah. whole episode. So I think you're definitely right. So there's so much more to come, but we are pretty much done with this yeah. episode. This was a fun episode. Yes, it was. I'm really sad that Jeff wasn't here, but I know next week is going to be a little bit of a twist because we're going to have our male opinion, and he's going <laughs> to definitely go against everything that we say most likely i would want to be on that side of the table when that happens (laughs) but let's go ahead and tell the people where they can find you hey guys you can find me at real shade jones on twitter and instagram you can also find me as your new correspondent for disney news weekly on popcorn talk and the uh, season mid-series finale for Stumptown tomorrow at 8 p.m. Alrighty, and you can find me at Leslie Cologne underscore, and I also do talk about everything and anything wrestling in Spanish and English, so go ahead and find me that on Raw and Español on Mondays, and right after this, Total Divas at 9 p.m. We'll see you next week. Bye, Bye. guys! would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of After Buzz TV or its owners or principals.